We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Steven, great jump cut, 45 seconds. a whole burst to it, 20. Side steps, a tackle, runs left, 25, still on his feet, 10. 46 yard goal by number 39. Running back, number 29, Eric Dickerson. Johnny Hecker, a high school quarterback, is going to throw. The fake is on it, he's got a first down to Stephen Bailey. Mike Jones made the tackle, and the Rams have won the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Rams Talk Radio with Derek C. Apollo and Michael Stewart. You know, Tommy, I really enjoy our intro, but listening to it now, I think it's due for an update, don't you think? Uh, yeah. I think it's due for an update. It's been a couple years. We probably need to update that thing. If anybody has any ideas on updating that thing, email us at Rams Talk 1945. This is Derek C. Apollo with my co-host, my partner in crime, Tommy Avance, and we're here to preview the Eagles, Rams, this weekend. Tommy, how you doing, man? It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Won't you be my neighbor? At 90-some degrees in California? I think not. Yes. It is October, and you're in the 90s. Dear God. Yes. Tomorrow will be 97 degrees. Uh, Four days ago, it was 69 degrees. And in five days from now, we'll be back down to 71. It's exhausting. It, it is exhausting. And what's game time time supposed to be out there? In Inglewood, it's going to be a crisp 78, which inside SoFi feels like about 86 because it's a greenhouse. And if there's no breeze, yikes. Well, here's hoping for a breeze. Yes, for the fans. I will not be at this game. Anyone who will be attending, I will pray for you. May the Lord have mercy upon you so. Okay, so here we go. Eagles, Rams, before we get knee-deep into it, here's a word from our sponsors. Check it out. 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. All right, Tommy. Here we go, man. Oh, you know, cheese a piece prize picks. Shoot. Can't forget the prize picks. You pick yet this week? Not yet, but tomorrow is Thursday night. Um, I'm getting a little itchy to do some picks just for the one game. I did some on Monday night. Uh didn't do so well. I really need to dive into this stuff. It's been so long since I've gambled, whether it's doing parlays or now this new style of gambling, like prize picks where you're doing fantasy style picks where you're picking, you know, the over or the under on passing yards, touchdowns, receiving all kinds of cool stuff. It's different. I'm not used to it. So I need to really dive into it. I'll give you an example. I did something really stupid and I paid the price for it. I'm going to tell you what I did, and I'm not afraid to admit when I make a bonehead move, because if you can't make fun of yourself, you have not arrived in this world, in my opinion. So what I did is I took the two quarterbacks from um, Monday night with Seahawks Giants, right? Mm-hmm. And I took the under on their passing yards. But then I took the over on the receiving yards for the receivers for the Seahawks. Now, oh, the gosh. over the yeah, I know. But if you look at the numbers, like the over, the the number for the quarterbacks was like 230, 250, right? But the number for DK and the rookie from Ohio State, the rookie from Ohio State was 28 yards. And um, DK was 64. I was like, they can they could get the over and the quarterbacks can still get the under. 
That that was my thinking. That was stupid. But if you look at it closely, you're like, this this doesn't look like a bad idea. And it ended up being a bad idea. If you're going to take the under on the quarterbacks, take the under on the receivers. It was a boneheaded move. You guys can laugh at me. I deserve it. No, well, at least you can own it. No, Just you have to, dude. For tomorrow night. How about this one? This is something different. I didn't know they even did this. Fancy point scored. You can go. Well, let's ask. Justin Fields tomorrow night against the Redskins. Eight. Sorry, Commanders. I still not used to that. Commanders. 18 points over under. Who's that again? Sorry. Justin Fields. Justin Fields, 18 fantasy points? Yeah. And, well. This against the Commanders. Oh, that's a tough one, man, because that defense is so good. <sighs> Let's see, this is where it gets tough. I don't think um, I would even bet on that, the fantasy point thing. I don't think I would do that. I think I'm I would going, stick to the I'm yardage. Going over. I'm going over. I mean, it's the over seems safe. Last week, he threw for four touchdowns. And the, the, when I looked at his numbers, and the game wasn't over yet, he was 23 of 24 and four touchdowns. I'm like, and you know what I did? Because he's a running quarterback, I think the over-under for the rushing yards for him was 58. I took the over. Dude, he didn't even hit 58. He sat back there like Peyton Manning was picking the defense apart. I'm like, okay, maybe this fantasy picking on price picks is not as easy as I thought. I really have to dive into this if I want to win some money. Well, true, but I'm telling you, I'm going over. I think, I mean, Grand Denver's defense is awful, and that's what he beat up on, but Washington's D isn't that good yet. I mean, it's just it's it's been iffy, and I think that was the game that woke Fields up. I'm I'm taking Fields, and you know, partner him with DJ Moore. The over for him or under is eleven and a half points. For yeah, I benched DJ Moore. I benched DJ Moore on my fantasy team last week because he hasn't done nothing all season. And of course, yeah, as soon as I bench him, he goes you. off. I'm like, come yep. on, man! I still won. I still won, but he was on my bench. Sam Howell, the the commander's quarterback, 16 and a half points for fantasy over under. I'm going to take the over on that. So, but how can you take the over on him but not Fields? Fields, man, and I love Justin too. But man, he's, I think moving forward after last week, I think he's going to snap out of it he's very very talented you know i liked him a lot coming out of the draft and he's and i and for me it's like okay he got drafted by the bears they've never had a good quarterback in the history of their franchise i mean they ruined you know jim mcmahon everyone's like jim mcmahon to me he was mid bro relax okay they've never had a great quarterback on their franchise so put him on another team put him on the falcons and see what he can do with all those weapons and and that defense and that offensive line then we'll talk I'm, i'm still glad the niners didn't take him Oh, me too. Oh my God. Jeez. Oh. That RPO, that RPO with McCaffrey and all. No, forget it, dude. Forget it. Forget it. No. Uh, agreed. All right. So there's a. <laughs> you just heard us talk about Price Picks. They are the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America. And they are, it was that easy. We just played. We picked three guys in like two minutes of conversation. We talked longer than it took to actually pick them. Okay. So you can pick more than or less than two to six player stats, and you can watch the wings roll in if you know what's up, okay? It has been fun. Tong was bragging about this last week. You can turn 10 bucks into 250 with just a few taps. I'm telling you, give it a shot. 
You heard three, you heard three numbers right there. If you're interested, go to prizepicks.com forward slash Rams Talk. Use the code Rams Talk for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. One more time, go to prizepicks.com forward slash Rams Talk. Use the code Rams Talk for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. And remember, they offer those weekly promotions like Taco Tuesday where you can get player projections up to 25% off for more value. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, on to the Eagles. Tommy, on first glance, looking at the rosters right now, the, the Eagles are loaded. We were talking a little bit before we started recording. The Eagles are loaded across the board. They were a in the Super Bowl last year and just through amazing moves they did in their, you know, in, in terms of trades and so on and so forth. They even got better in the draft. A lot, a lot better. So on paper, on paper, this is a scary game if you are a Rams fan. But you know, the Eagles haven't lived up to their potential in terms of the quality of play yet. Four and oh, and they very easily could be two and two. So what are your thoughts? Do me a favor. <clears throat> Sorry. I have an issue in the background that I need to take care of, or it's only going to get worse. Can you hand the conversation to Mike, please? Welcome, Mike, by the way. Hey, welcome. Good to be Mike here. Mike just fellas. rolls it out of nowhere. I didn't even see you <laughs> <he> was here. <laughs> yes, All right, Mike. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, uh, I think this is kind of one of, you know, from a, a fan perspective, you would say it might be a little bit of a trap game for the Eagles. Uh, I think if the Rams, you know, as we talked a little bit on Sunday, and I'm sure you guys may have talked a little bit, uh, if they play a complete game, limit the turnovers, uh, you know, do the normal things, tackle well, uh, move the chains on offense, you know, they have as good a chance because they've shown they are a lot better team than as was advertised coming out of the off season and even in the summer. Uh, so I, I, I think it's one of those opportunities, I would say, opportunities for the Rams to maybe show, hey, you know, you get a chance to, you know, go be the good team who, as you just noted, is not really clicking yet on all cylinders. What do they have to do? Like, straight up, you, you talked about, the, you talked about the basic stuff, turnover free. Yeah, but if you are drawing a game plan against the Eagles right now, one, how are you stopping them defensively, and how are you beating them offensively? Well, you know, as long as you have a guy named Aaron Donald, you got an opportunity to have a stout defense. So defensively, I might play a lot of, uh, you know, a little more zone and and let Aaron and the guys up front try to, to get home uh, with the regular three or four man pass rush and maybe send an extra blitzer here and there. Uh, but I'm not giving up any big plays. You know, they want to throw the ball downfield. So we're not giving you anything big. So, you know, maybe we're playing a little more cover two, a form of cover four. Uh, but I'm not just going zero coverage and just leaving people on an island. I, I think teams just go to that too much and it, it just exposes you know the defense unless you have a pass rush that's getting home in less than two seconds so that being the case i'm gonna lean heavily on aaron donald i'm going to do some suggested things of what tommy said 
I'm going to maybe put that dude out there on the edge a little more. Now you got to keep a back end of chip. So you don't have to worry about that person going out. And you know, Aaron is going to command at least two, if not three people. So now you, the other guys have to get home. Offensively, I'm going to give the ball to the running back. I'm going to just keep feeding the beast. Uh, we saw what can happen with our run game. It's now, I think, a little more than adequate. So I'm going to lean heavily into that, you know, especially with Stafford still nursing that leg injury. You know, I know they say he's tough as nails, but again, you don't want your quarterback to be trying to be playing banged up and we're barely in week six, right? Week five? Week five. So you, you want him to be able to not have to get any worse, maybe use this as somewhat of a recovery, even though he's only had a couple days off. But I'm going to lean in on the run and, you know, let him get the ball out uh, out of his hands quick in the passing game. Tom, are you back yet? Yes, I'm back. I apologize for that. I had to, <laughs> I had a situation downstairs. So I, I live in a two-story house, but the front part of the house is single story. And my son and my nephew are down there being watched by my mother-in-law and my father-in-law. And sometimes I love them to death, but sometimes they're about as useful as a ketchup-flavored popsicle. They know I'm up here doing the show, and my son and my nephew were screaming bloody murder down there, running around like maniacs when I told them to keep it down. And I had to go down there and tell people that are old enough to be my parents, I gave them the Rocky Johnson eyebrow, and they knew exactly what I meant. I'm like, keep these boys quiet. Trying to do a show up here, guys. Help me out. But anyways, that's what I had to deal with right now. Welcome to the real world, right? Tommy, I thought you flashed some of that leather. Dude, uh, <laughs> I just went down there and opened the door, and my son and my nephew looked at me, sat on the couch, and got quiet. And I've never laid a finger on those boys. I don't have to. I don't believe they in that knew, stuff. They, they just saw happened. the eyebrow, yo. <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> my mother-in-law saw the eyebrow, and she got scared. I was like, hey, do your job. Help me out here. Just give me – I just need – I need an hour. That's it. So anyways – Letting everyone into my personal life. That's why I like being on this show. We can talk about sports. We can talk about whatever, but it's kind of funny to talk about. I mean, I grew up listening to Howard Stern, man. He's always yeah. telling about his personal life. And I think it 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 brings the audience into our lives a little bit more and lets them get to know us a little bit. So I don't mind sharing and I don't mind, mind making jokes about it because I love to make fun of pretty much everything, including myself. So let's get into it. Um, yes. So I have an interesting game plan because we're playing a really tough team. And I, I spent a, an hour or so today trying to figure out what can we do against a 4-0 team that Derek said to me earlier hasn't hit their stride. And I completely agree with him, okay? They have not hit their stride and they still haven't lost a game yet, which is terrifying. Now, the passing game, this this last game, finally started to come alive and they were doing it against a really good secondary in Washington. Okay. Um, the Eagles pass defense surprisingly has struggled and it's very surprisingly. They have a lot of good corners and, and safeties on the team. And that's where I see some opportunities on offense. The, they are very stout against the run, but by no means Am I going to look at the stats 
and pull a McVay and say, we're going to go five wide the whole game. It, the, 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 the analytics show it. Nah, we're going to pound it too, dude, because we have to. You got to keep the team honest, right? You, you always have to keep the running game involved unless, you know, you're down, I mean, by 50 and the game is over, basically. But like we saw last week, the Colts were down 23 and they didn't abandon the run. They were, I respected that 100%. So going into this game, we got to have a balanced attack. We got to have a, a surprise attack. And on defense, what I would do if I was in charge is I would change the lineup up a little bit. And, and not just for this game, I would do this for the rest of the season. Oh. Aaron Donald isn't getting any younger. And I'm not saying he's playing any worse. What I'm saying is, why don't we reward him for being so amazing? Not just an amazing player, but an amazing human being, right? Why don't we give him a reward? Why don't we put him opposite of Young on the other side and let him play edge rusher and just attack? Because what we got to see from him, what was happening in the game against the Colts is the younger edge rushers are struggling with their assignment on keeping outside contained, right? Especially with running quarterbacks. Don't let them get outside. And Hoyt is the worst at it, dude. The worst. Young struggles a little bit, but he's, he runs a 4-3, so it doesn't really matter. He can play catch up. But I would put him, every time Aaron they put Aaron Donald to end, he was, because <laughs> it's hard to double and triple team a guy when he's outside. They they lined him up at wide nine against uh, the rookie left tackle from BYU, Blake Freeland. They couldn't double or triple team him because he's so far outside of that box that nobody else could even get to him. And by the time a running back would even try to chip him, they would be dead. Okay, it's it's a waste of time to even try to get you can get that running back killed. You got 280 pounds of Hulk just running full speed at you. You're done. So put him out there against. Um, in this game, I would line him up at edge on the against the right tackle, one of the best in the NFL, and let him and let those two go at it. I mean, who wouldn't want to watch that? The average football fan would want to tune into that. Ooh, Lane Johnson versus Aaron Donald all game. Where do I sign up? That's what I'm talking about. So my my lineup would be coming from the the left to right. You know, we're gonna I'm talking about left like left tackle, right? So you got young. And then on the edge, um, Jonah Williams at end, nose tackle, Bobby Brown, right end, Kobe Turner, and edge on, against the right tackle, Aaron Donald. I, I like that. I, I like that matchup because then you got a banged-up right guard for the Eagles. You know, he might not even play. Backup's going to come in. Kobe Turner, as a rookie, has proved that he can he can handle the job inside, a three technique, okay? That's why they drafted him to eventually replace Aaron if he decides to retire at some point, because they're very similar in size, pretty much same weight, same height. Um, and they're both quick. So that's how I would handle that on the defensive line. What do, what do you guys think about that? What do you think about that, Derek? Interesting. I want to hear more. I want to hear Mike's take on that, the defensive guy. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying, you know. Going with Tommy, what we talked about on Sunday, man, I'd, I'd put Aaron out on that edge and let him come because he's going to have to get uh, a back is going to have to stay in or the tight is going to have to move over in motion to stay in to help block because it's no way uh, a tackle is going to be able to block him one-on-one. He's just going to take him upfield. 
throw him by or spin under, or he's just going to beat him around the head. So they're going to have to keep a back in to chip. But, you know, do you want to be the back trying to chip on Aaron Donald? Because uh, I forgot what game it was last year, back trying to do that, and Aaron wasn't too happy with it. He let him know. But, yeah, I, I think that would allow him to have that freedom because inside he's going to get triple team. And so, and it's crazy that he's able to do what he's doing when he's literally getting triple team pretty much every time. Uh, but I think that would open up even a lot more inside because, again, someone's going to have to come out and help. And that's going to allow these other guys to, to you know, be able to beat a one on one block. And I would think, you know, with them practicing with an Aaron Donald type or just watching his film every day. They got to be able to to make some move. And I think they've showed this season, you know, that front seven is able to put a little pressure on the quarterback. So I agree. I agree. I I, I definitely agree that that, you know, as I said earlier, you know, they're going to have to run the ball. I'm going to feed the beast until they can stop it, stout or not. But I think we've run the ball pretty well, especially these last two weeks uh, that would says coaching staff we need to keep this going now Tommy, yeah, do you, yep yep go ahead do you believe that don has enough support though to, to justify that move not just now but the rest of the season support and what do you mean by that on the defensive line because you're, you're moving him out of a spot where the rams were comfortable with him being you know absolutely it's, it's 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 the same guys on the line except for you're removing hoyt from the lineup and you're adding kobe turner uh, see, that's all you you're doing see, you're taking hoyt out at, at edge rusher you're putting um donald in and you're putting kobe turner to replace donald at three technique so that's basically it. what you're saying is hoyt's the problem yes if there was one <laughs> and they're that's all you had to coverage. say why didn't why wouldn't you say it before well i mean i'm giving you the solution you just yeah, i'm giving you the solution right you ever watch that show yellowstone in season four the, the the governor is sitting down with john dutton and she's like i'll give you uh the solution now and we could talk about the problem tomorrow and play teenager for the rest of the night and that's what i did there you go <laughs> fair enough fair enough yeah he, he's he, he's not uh, listen hoy and they're dropping they're doing too much zone blitz enough raheem come on man stop dropping defensive ends uh, edge rushers, whatever you want to call them, dude. Stop dropping them into coverage. Give me a break, dude. Enough with that. Quit getting cute. Just put these five guys. That, if you put the five guys out there that I talked about, and you put them in the, in the, those positions that I talked about, I'm telling you right now, it's going to work. It's going to work. It just is. Those hey. when I seen the, when I seen those lineups because there was a point in the game last week where those five guys were out there. And that's when Richardson was getting rattled. Mike, Tom, you you make a good point, man. I'm looking at because uh, I didn't realize Hoyt was 97, but he was a guy who kept trying to drop out, but he didn't know how he looked. He didn't look like he knew how to play in space, even though he's listed as a linebacker. And because there was one play, you know, it was an easy, just an out route where technically that position at end. That's what you have, curl to flat. So he should have been all over that flat route going the other way. And he literally kind of backed out 
And then he kind of looked over his shoulder and the ball went by him as he looked back for it. Whereas like, no, man, you should have been just buzzing up out, out for the flat. You would have had an interception. So, yeah, that was 97 Hoyt. So, good call, man. Good call. I just try to think outside the box. That's all. You know, I try to put the best guys on the field. And how can I do that? That's That was my solution. Offensively, what do the Rams need to do? Well, we need a Lark Jackson to play, number one. Okay? We need him back. I'm sorry, Joe Noboom, but his his pass grade i mean we get you know i don't like those numbers but they were put out there this week pff it was in the 30s and i didn't need to see that to know that i just watched the game and i just keyed in on him and i was like yikes this guy is suspect man he's not aggressive enough to play any position on the offensive line just not you can get by in high school and college but once you get to the nfl you go from like the best, you know, seven, 8,000 college players to the 1,500 elite in the world. It's a whole nother ball game, gents. You know that. Mike, you played in the league. Um, he's not tough. And I don't want you on my team if you're not tough. Steve Avila, drafting him. Now, that's a tough guy. And you're, and you're seeing it, man. He, he's fun to watch. He's a big boy. But, yeah, we just need to get Alar Jackson healthy. And keep uh, Dotson. He did really good at right card last week. Keep him in there and put Alaric back and let's rock. Let's put the tough guys out there and let them fight. I want to see a fight this weekend because you know that defensive front from the Eagles is going to want to fight. So we ought to take it to them. And the only way you could take it to them, like Mike said, is run the ball. Hey, you think you're tougher than us? Okay, well, let's find out. And that's what I want to see. I want to see that. And there's. There's plenty of matchups. I don't know what's going on with their secondary right now because they should be really good. I mean, come on, man. Look at the corners are two of the best tandem in the league, if not the best. And they're getting picked apart. They were getting picked apart by Sam Howell last week, dude. So there's opportunities. We just need to. Oh, man. Our biggest issue, too, is, is is Matt's hip, right? You saw how last week he was in the. He had to be in the shotgun for every passing play because he couldn't he couldn't drop back. And when he tried to drop back on one of the plays, you guys saw him fall because his hip his hip gave out on him. So that gave the defense the cue. You know, you know, the defense coordinators in the star defense players saying, hey, every time they're in the shotgun, they're going to throw the ball because Matt can't move. And they're just teeing off on him after that. So. They're going to try to do the same thing. They're going to be like, okay, Matt's hurt. We we smell blood in the water. They're going to try to hurt him again, guys. Unfortunately, I know we don't say that players try to hurt other players. But if they hit him, they're going to hurt him. So they're going to try to hit him. It's as simple as that. Um, nobody wants to hurt anyone intentionally, but it's just going to be – it's just going to happen organically, if that makes sense. <laughs> I didn't do it intentionally, but, you know, we're just playing football. It is what it is. But we got to keep him safe, too. And how do we – Oh man, you keep him safe that? by establishing the run too, man, and and that's yeah, the big I thing. It's a big question every week: is will Sean McVay ban the run? You know, two out of four weeks this year, he's a ban the run. You can't do that against this team because no, they're going to tee off on you, and and Matt is going to end up on the cart, and, and there goes our season. We're done. 
And here come Mike, the ten gifts. The ten gifts will come right back out on Twitter if Mac goes down. We have you to. You mean you don't healthy. believe in Brett Ripien? No, dude. Or uh, Stetson? No. no, Stetson Bennett is like on uh, <laughs> medical leave or something. Yeah, I don't know what happened to that guy. He I had a meltdown. I don't know. Yeah, mental, mental meltdown or something. Well, it looks like we're going to have to trade back for Baker Mayfield. Oh, he ain't going anywhere. He's playing pretty good over there, man. Yeah, he's he got his confidence back, table. and he, yeah, and he he got his confidence back. And and when they were interviewing him the other day, he gave Sean McVay his flowers. He said, "You know what? Nobody believed in me, and Sean McVay believed in me and gave me an opportunity to showcase myself for the for the team that you know needed a quarterback." And I went out there and, and I showed the league that I can play if you let me be me, and stop trying to mold me into something I'm different. And down there in Tampa, they're letting him be Baker. And he's the mother effing candlestick maker right now. You know what I mean? People are like, Tampa Bay is going to get the first pick of the draft. And he's like, uh-uh. Nah, <laughs> so, Tommy, I want to I double back on this, though. I want to double back on the O-line thing. So, you want to put uh, Jackson, you want to make sure he's back in. And then what, move Note Boom back to guard? No, Nopum goes to the bench and leave Dotson in. Dotson um, oh. started at right guard last week because Nopum had to play left tackle. So that, that's right, the guy we right. traded for from um, Pittsburgh. Or we got from we got from Pittsburgh. Yep, and he he filled in really well. So I would leave him at right guard and I would put Boom on the bench because if Alari ah. goes down, the sad part is it's out of all the tackles on our team, no Boom right now would be the best replacement at left tackle if a lark goes down again. So we need to protect no boom from getting hurt because every time someone bumps into him, he gets an ouchie and he needs a bandaid. So that's true. That's true. We got to protect his. I mean, he, he, I saw when he got hurt, was it against, uh, the Bengals where he went, you know, he was coming, he was coming around, he was at guard and he like went shoulder to shoulder with another player and he hurt himself. And I'm just like, Dude, you're 300 pounds. I saw that. That was nothing. Like, how did that hurt? How did you get hurt doing that? <laughs> like, I, I'm just, it blows my mind. I used, I, I'm a, I was a 205 pound safety smacking into guys his size. And, and it, like, it was nothing. So, yeah, forgive me if I don't have any sympathy for these dudes that were 100 pounds heavier than me. Get out yeah. of here, dude. You're soft. Go lift some weights, dude. Your arms look like noodles. You know, so Tommy, what that reminds me of, remember Roger Saffold, the beloved Roger Saffold? That is a perfect example. Perfect example. When Roger Saffold was drafted by the Rams, I, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe he was drafted in the second round yeah, yeah. after we took Sam Bradford in the first to be his blindside protector, correct? Correct. Okay, so we put him in that position, and when he came out of the draft, he was a great player, great player, but he was lacking. He was lacking. He, when you saw him, he didn't look like he worked out every day, if that makes sense. If he was, I mean, if maybe he was on a proper yeah, diet, yeah. maybe, or whatever the case may be, it looked like he was missing something. It, right? Well, for, for honest, Tommy, let's just be real. At the time, he was soft. Like, it, Maybe not as a person, as a player, but as a built wise, he was soft. And and I remember over and over and over again all the, how many times we see injury after 
injury after injury, and he became a pariah pretty quick. I mean, he did, he, he did, and he. It was sad because he was getting this injury prone moniker on him, but when he was out there, he was he he was so good. He was a good yeah, player. Was. You you can see the potential that he had, and you knew that he was only going to get better. And then fast forward to when the Rams relocated back to Los Angeles in 2016. You know, now he went from the Midwest, different lifestyle, to here in, you know, L.A. and Hollywood where everyone is, you know, working out four hours a day, going, eating, drinking smoothies, eating acai bowls, like having that beach body. And then he gets added to that reality show called Hollywood and Football where you get to see, like, I think it was like four or five families were Rams players with their wives and their families and whatnot. And you get to kind of go into their lives and you, you know, you see him, you know, with a personal chef, um, eating better, um, lifting weights on Venice beach, just doing things differently and probably working with personal trainers and, and doctors here, um, occupational therapy therapist, whatever the case may be to, to prevent him from being injured so often. So he can be out there more that we all know the old saying goes, the best ability is availability. Right. And he just wasn't available for us for a long time. And once he got here, honestly, I can't remember him ever missing a game. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but he was pretty durable, right? He got help. I mean, well, he wasn't just healthy. I mean, we, we saw pictures, man. The dude was a freaking physical animal. And he was yeah. mauling people like an animal. Like, he was destroying everybody. The complete and total transformation we saw on the field in terms of just how much he was able to play and really how dominant it was. And, and to this day, when, you know, that was the biggest bummer when he left. And the Rams, he didn't leave because he won the lead, by the way. The Rams let him go. That was... That was heartbreaking because he was an anchor on that when that team was awful, and he was an anchor when they became good. And I really felt like he should have been there for that Super Bowl run. It's, it's a bummer, dude. Yeah, I mean, I remember seeing him, you know, at the fence in training camp and, and in the tunnel in the Coliseums, just seeing him, standing near him, and looking at how great of shape he was in, in person, right in front of me. And it was just, it was, it was amazing to see his, you know, transformation from when he was drafted to, you know, when he left us. And, and what a, what a disappointing situation to lose him, um, on our team because he's such a integral part of what we were doing and such a great player. Fantastic player. I got to hope one day we'll have a chance to talk with him on the show because I want to hear his stories. I mean, like especially going through that whole process, like from beginning to end where he ended up in one of my, from a pariah to one of my all time favorite Rams. And it's really not, not close to him, him and others. There's like a top three or four. And then there's everybody else. He's in that top three or four for me. And part of it yeah, is that and, story. Yeah. And he, and he just has a great personality, you know, an infectious personality, um, seeing him on TV, you know, in his, you know, personal life. And, and he's just, he had a good way about him. You know, he's a good guy. So, all right. So moving on. Yeah. Lamar Hamlin dressed out for the Bills. Demar Hamlin. 
Yeah, he did. Uh, yeah. He played. Yeah, he did. He did. Wow. He played. Good for him. Yeah, good for him, but not the kid. That's interesting. What do you mean? Go ahead, Derek. What do you mean, not the kid? I wouldn't be out there. Yeah, I mean, that, that that's a hard. I, I'm man. That's a personal I, I, decision. It's really man. hard for me. Yeah, it's really hard for oh, me to personal, disagree with Mike. I'm just saying, you, 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 as 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 well, I would say you kind of. Yeah, I don't know. There's no such thing as nine lives. So now I will say this way it happened when it happened. I go, oh, it looked like, yeah, he got hit just right. Heart might have, you know, missed the rhythm and all those things. But didn't they say they had to bring him back twice? I'm not I sure so, on yeah. the specifics on that, but I, I, I kind of, man. Mike, you got to put yourself in his shoes and for you to react that way immediately and say, yeah, I wouldn't have went back out there. Hard to argue with that. Okay. It, like, well, Mike, my, like my, I, it's hard to argue with you. I really is because I might do the same thing. That's my terrifying, thing is dude. when I got hit in the face with a baseball in college, I knew if I was going to play baseball ever again, I had to get back in that batter's box as fast as possible. So they put a helmet on me with a little cage uh, for like a game or two. And then I'm like, okay, this is making me think of it more. But it hasn't been a day that I hadn't thought like, man, you know, when I see guys getting hit, man, I still feel it, even though I'm just watching on TV because I know what it's like to get hit in the face. My thing with football, and again, you guys know, uh, you got to actually put that stuff kind of behind you if you're going to go back out there. So seeing him out there, he must have the mental fortitude that he's good with all of that and what may possibly happen. But you don't step out on the field worrying about, you know, getting injured and things like that. It's just sometimes when certain situations happen, you have to take another look and go, mm, is this something I really need to be doing or is this my true calling? So uh, good, good to see him back out there and, and prayerfully he has just a, you know, a continued uh, great rest of his career. Let it be long. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's a tremendous accomplishment. I, I thought I saw him, them flash on the sideline when I was watching one of the highlights and I, I didn't, I didn't know if he was out there. But man, good for him. Mike, you just gave me speaking of flashbacks, dude. <laughs> I quit playing baseball and went to football because of exactly what happened to you. So I'm playing little league and I'm a pitcher, right? <laughs> and I pitch this nasty fastball, and this guy bangs it right in my right cheek. Oh, like wow. just drops me like a bad habit. Wow. I never played again, dude. I yeah, said, that, put that helmet, that football helmet over my head, and I'm good. <laughs> like, I I never looked back. I never played baseball again, dude. Never. Yeah. You can't even get me to go to a batting cage and hit the fastballs. I'm going to go hit that lob softball over there. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is about, dude. Like, I'm not a fan of that. Anyone who plays baseball and pitches or hits, and I'm seeing that and on camera, on TV, it just gives me – I got to give it up to all the baseball players. You guys are savages, bro, because 
as slow as that game is in general, that ball, ooh, boy. Well, that Tom, thing you is know coming. from being a pitcher, guys are kind of routinely throwing in the high 90s. Yes. That's crazy. When I was coming, if you was throwing in the mid 80s, you were throwing gas. Every now and then, at least in college, you might get a guy. We had a dude on our team, Mike Goff. He could get it up to 90. But 100 guys are consistently going over that 100. I'm like, yeah, man, you can't even really react. And I just watched those guys stand in there like, I'm like, man, maybe our reaction speed is different because. I know what it's like to be in there against 80, 85, occasional 90, but I couldn't imagine consistently having to face these uh, relievers that are throwing 98, 100, 105. That's crazy to me. Yeah. And then in high school, our pitcher, I was at one of the baseball games and our uh, one of our pitchers, he was a sophomore. He got whacked in the face, knocked out all of his teeth and his lips were like, insane like he looked like the elephant man dude it was the most terrifying they put his picture in the school paper like that too that he let him do it but i was like man you let him do that like he just i mean i don't want to stay on this baseball subject because this is a football so i get it but i did yeah, i just wanted to share that hey i experienced that too and that's, that's the reason crazy. why i put on a football helmet and i never look back because it's yeah. terrifying dude <laughs> Well, that's one of my things. I said, man, I've gotten hurt and worse probably in baseball. <laughs> yep, I have. I never, all the years I played football, I never got injured. Never. I played hurt. I never got injured, which is wild considering what I was doing out there. You remember London Fletcher? Dude never missed a game. Well, I was like right, that guy. Right. Hold on. Right. I was like that guy. We, we, I never we got, have, I got I got a break. We're talking family. I have two special guests here on the show. Oh, Sierra, say hello to the guys. Alyssa, say hello. All right, now go to bed. Get out of here. Love you, girls. <laughs> I couldn't even hear them. <laughs> I love They it. were super shy. Super shy? I didn't well, even hear them. They didn't get close to the mic. Them? I was so bummed out. Yeah, I was I excited. Oh, get close to the mic. Get close to the mic, girls. Say hello. Hi. Hi, honey. There, there you go. go. There we go. <laughs> they say I hello. love it. Okay. All right, so. With that in mind, I think it's time for me to put my girls to bed. So it's time to end the show. Folks, follow us on Twitter at TalkVans. Follow Mike on Twitter at 1D23. Follow Tommy, who had a lot to say tonight. <laughs> my gosh. At Ram Tommy in LA. We'll be back on Sunday night for the postgame. We're out here. Have a great one. <laughs>